What a beautiful presence of the Lord. Let's turn in our Bibles to Psalms chapter 133, verse number 1. And while we are turning there, I want us to pray real quick for uh, Melissa. That is brother, uh, was Sister Pert's daughter. Um, and they were here and left. They got a phone call that she's not uh, doing well. I don't have the details on that. I do know she's needing um, a kidney transplant as well as a pancreas transplant. And I know she recently had an accident. Uh, so we just want to pray uh, right now and ask the Lord to touch Melissa wherever she's at. Father, we just come to you. Lord, this is the power of the body. It's the power of the church. God, when we come together, we join our voices and our faith. Lord, your word says where two or three touch any one thing, believing, trusting you. God, that you would do it for the glory of the Father that is in heaven. Lord, let the Father be glorified through her healing. Let him be glorified through her deliverance. I pray, Lord, wherever Melissa is, move your spirit right now. Move upon her. God, stabilize her. Raise her up off that bed. Bring healing into her body. God, we speak it in the authority of the Holy Ghost by the power of the Spirit of God that we feel in this place right now. In the name of Jesus, by the blood of Calvary, God, we proclaim. Claim healing uh, in the name of Jesus to the glory of God. Uh, we pray it, Lord. We pray it in Jesus' name. I wonder if we could thank the Lord for what he is going to do. Thank you, Father. Thank you in the mighty name of the Lord. Thank you in the mighty name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the mighty name of the Lord. Amen. In Psalms 133 and uh, uh, verse... Uh, number one, Song of Degrees of David, Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard. That went down to the skirts of his garments. As the dew of Hermon. As the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessing. Even life forevermore. Lord we thank you for the presence of your spirit that is in this place tonight. We thank you, God, for the unity of the body. I pray that we can learn and glean from the word of God here this evening. We give you glory. We give you praise in the wonderful name of Jesus. And everybody say amen. Remain standing. You put your Bibles down or your phone or whatever you happen to read off of. Leave the screen alone, though, if that's what you read on. We want to pray about one more thing. Uh, we are, we're, we recently just uh, went and looked at a building. You know we're searching all the time, looking all the time. And uh, this may not go anywhere at all. But uh, 
I think maybe one of the mistakes that pastor has made in the past is that uh, I don't bring things to the church soon enough. I try to work a lot of things out, and then if I look like it's kind of solid, then well, I'll come to you and we'll pray about it. So this is an absolute in the very beginning. We may wake up in the morning and it be nothing, not happen. But you know what I decided? We're just going to pray together from the very beginning about, uh, about this church. And uh, there's a church for sale. I'm not going to tell you where it's at because I don't want you to go by and bug the people. Uh, the Lord knows where it's at. And uh, it's, uh, it, it's, it's sufficient uh, for us. And um, it's not everything that I would want, but it's definitely sufficient and certainly better than what we have right now. So I just want us to pray and, uh, and just ask the Lord that if, if he wants us to go forward in this, to open up the doors, and because some things certainly going to have to fall in place. Will you help Pastor pray? Lord, we come to you tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. We stand before you as a body of Christ. Lord, you have seen the faithfulness of your people. You have watched them week after week, month after month, give of their necessity. God, they're not giving out of their abundance. Lord, they're, they're giving out of their need. Father, we have been giving, doing everything we can to try to raise these monies for the building fund. And, and, and Lord, every looking and searching and praying and fasting. And, and so, Father, we, we just come to put this in your hands. And God, if this is where you're leading us, and we bind every demon, we bind every lying voice, we bind every adversary that would try to hinder it, every devil that would try to trick the minds of anyone that is involved, we just come against it. We plead the blood over this situation right now. Father, that this is your will, I command the door to be open that no man can shut. Father, make it happen. Let the name of Jesus be glorified. Let your kingdom prosper and grow. Father, we put it in your hands. We'll do what we can, but we're asking you to move the mountain. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Let's thank him for it right now to the glory of God. Father, we give you praise. We thank you. We give you praise. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Lord bless you. You can be seated. There is power in corporate prayer. When the church comes together, I believe the Lord awaits us in the morning at 6.30 when we get on the phone and there's usually about 10 or 15, sometimes 20. I encourage you to join us if, if you haven't been and, and if you're able and we pray together and seek God together. Do it again at noon and again at 9.30 at night. We would pray and ask the Lord that you would join in with us. I want to say to those of you that are here tonight, thank you for being faithful on Wednesday nights. Thank you for coming to the house of God. I know sometimes it's difficult, but the Lord speaks to us on Wednesday nights. We hear from him. I believe he gives clear direction to the church. He deals with the theme. He deals with the, uh, the path, the process uh, that he's leading us down and through and in. And uh, we take it into the Sunday services, and we see it spread about. We have began a journey on unity, the theme this year uh, that we are going to be revisiting from time to time. We're not going to flow or preach on it every week this year, of course. But, you know, maybe once a month or so, we're going to revisit our theme. And that theme is all things together. 
There is power in unity. There's something about it when the church comes together, when we pray together, when we touch the same thing, when we speak about the same thing, when we pray the same prayer, when we find ourselves walking in the same mind, letting that mind which was in Christ also be in us. There's just power in unity. There's something about it when you've had a bad day and you come to the house of God. There's just something about being what our brothers and sisters that puts faith back in our heart strength back in our soul gives and encourage us and gives us the ability to stand back up and to go forward all over again we don't just come to the house of God because it's an obligation and if you do that I hope that you know there's more to this than that when we come to the house of God we need to connect to one another we need to connect to God and we need to connect to one another because we're going to draw from one another the power of the Lord comes into this place his spirit descends upon us as we begin to praise him corporately as we begin to pray corporately and reach out to him we release our faith in one mind in one spirit and we walk down one path and we reach out to one God there's just something that begins to happen I want to tell you that when we walk into the house of God whether it's on a Wednesday night or whether it's on a Sunday morning and we all begin begin to pray. The Lord will begin to move upon our hearts individually. However, what we don't understand is that He's actually moving upon the congregation corporately. And that the same thing He's moving on you for, He's moving on someone else. Why? Because His very Word says it. If I can get two of you, if I can get three of you, if I can get you agreeing, if I can get you speaking in the same direction, there is no mountain high enough that can stop corporate prayer. There is no devil strong enough that can bind corporate prayer. There's no wall thick enough that can stop corporate prayer. There's no door strong enough that can prevent the church from going through it. I'm telling you, when we come together, things begin to happen. I wonder if we can praise him right now, one voice. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. I've already mentioned, I talked about it, and I'm sure I'll do it over and over and over again this year. But I wish somehow God could encourage us. I wish the Lord could speak to us, that it could get a hold of our heart, a hold of our mind, and a hold of our spirit. That I'm not in this thing alone. I don't have to fight this battle by myself. I don't have to struggle through the issues at home by myself. I can find some brothers and I can come together. I can find some sisters and we can pray they don't need to know the details God knows the details the devil knows the details and if we can come together and pray we can bind him in the power of the name of Jesus Christ by the power and the flow of the blood can somebody say amen there is power in corporate prayer there is power when we come together. There is an anointing that we feel and that we, uh, that we experience when we walk into the house of God that we just can't get anywhere else. That word there, unity, where the blessings of the Lord reside upon. We talked about this on Sunday. It means a unit. 
It means to be one, a total moving single force, moving in a single direction, accomplishing a single purpose. This is what God wants the church to become. I wish we would get to the place as brothers and sisters that when we would wake up in the morning, God would begin to move upon our mind and our spirit. And when we communicate to another brother or another sister that evening, we would find out that God was talking to them about the same thing. Everybody say corporate prayer. Now I want to tell you that, and I hope I can get to my notes tonight, but uh, I, that it works on both ends. And, and have you ever experienced this? Have you ever found this to be so? You had a rough day. Everything went bad that day. And you finally make it to the house of God. And, and uh, everything that could possibly try to hinder you uh, from coming to the house of God, it happened to you that day. And you get there and you talk to a brother and you find out they went through the same thing. And you talk to somebody else. They went through the same thing and and then maybe uh, also you'll you'll say uh, you know a little later uh, in the service you'll say my it seems like we're struggling a little bit here today and, 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 and the adversary will make that personal I want you to listen to pastor right now he'll make that personal and he'll start talking to you and, and he'll say well this is about you what you did how you feel what you're thinking you know your situation your faults your failures your problems but what you don't know it's it's really not about you the attacks not against you the attacks against the entire body and that if you could talk to your brother and your sister they would be feeling the same thing at that exact moment why because we are a moving force and the devil's not ignorant he understands that if he stops one or two of you that the, that the church itself is going to continue to go forward it's going to break through and the two that are having a hard time the church is going to reach back and going to pull them up but if somehow he can talk to all of us at the same time and he can hinder the move of the body as a whole he knows he can shut it and he don't have to shut it all the way down he's only got to shut it a little way down and somebody that was ready to break through the power's not there to do it or they lose their compassion to step out I'm what I'm saying here tonight is we need to wake up and realize we are a unit we are a body. We are one in Christ. Whether that is an attack from the adversary or the move of the Holy Ghost, it's on the whole body. But, oh, that ought to encourage us. It ought to bring us strength and an excitement and an encouragement. I'm not by myself. I'm in this. We're in this together. And the next time we feel that, Brother Morgan, we ought to reach over by a brother or a sister and say, Hey, brother, you know what? I can't seem to get in this thing today. How about you and me bind together right now? And when you lift up your hands, the next thing you know, two others are doing. Two others are doing. Two others are doing. Two others are doing. And then what's happening? We're a body. The whole body begins to move. The whole spirit begins to move. We break out of that thing. People are dancing in the altar, shouting up and down the aisles. Why? You can't stop us when we come together and move in unity. We just got to get back together. 
that long. The scripture that we read here tonight, it says that it is like the precious ointment. Now, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, but I will mention this concerning the ointment that the Bible was talking about. The ointment that was poured upon the head of Aaron went down and saturated his beard, saturated the collar of his garments, dripped down the threads of his ephod and down his robe and made its way all the way down to the bottom of, of that robe and saturated until it began to drop on the ground. That, that ointment had a very strong fragrance to it. There were frankincense inside of that ointment. There were strong perfumes inside of this ointment. And uh, you could smell it no matter where you were in the tabernacle. And that is the kind of anointing and kind of unity I believe that God is talking about. The Lord, the psalmist said that and the Lord spoke through him and said, this unity, this brethren dwelling in unity, it's like the fragrance, the anointing that came on Aaron, that everybody that comes up to you, they're going to be able to sense it. They're going to be able to smell it. Listen, no wonder God is so much against a sower of discord, someone that tries to divide the body because God understands the blessing with you. Unity, friend, when the church is one and the sinner walks in and the backslider walks in, they're going to be able to smell the power of God, the love of the brethren. They're going to see it, smell it, know it, feel it immediately when they come in the and the glory of God all because we decided to be one. Oh, let's clap our hands to the Lord. Come on. We love you, Jesus. God said, this unity that I'm talking about, it is like the ointment that came upon Aaron. Now that, that ointment also represents the, the moving of the Spirit of God or the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Starts on the head, makes its way down, makes its way down to the what's called the skirts of the garments. This oil covered. Everything, everything that was on Aaron, it represents true unity. Whether one, listen, whether one is the head of the garment that wraps the head, or whether one is the skirt 
that the little bell, the pomegranate, was tied to at the bottom of the robe. It did not matter. Both of them received the same anointing. What I'm trying to say is this, when we are unified, when there's true unity in the body, we don't look at the body as he's great and he's not. She's amazing and she's not. She's anointed, but she's not. He's talented, but he's not. No, friend, when there's true unity in the body, we recognize that everybody is needed. Everybody is important. And the same anointing that rests on the man with the gift of healings rest on the servant that all they do is buy groceries every once in a while. It doesn't matter whether the oil is here or whether the oil is down here. It's the same oil. It saturated everything about the church. And when a church becomes unified and there is no division, we honor and respect. That's why Paul the Apostle, as I taught on last a Sunday, Paul the Apostle says, we give honor to the less commonly part because we recognize that the same glory, the same spirit of life that keeps the heart beating, keeps the brain functioning flows through the little toe. It's the same power, the same anointing. I'm here to tell you, brother, you have it. You have it, sister. It's on you. If you're a part of the body, the glory of God rests on all of us. It's true unity. Whether it's the head or the feet, it doesn't matter. We are all one body anointed by one spirit. Accomplishing the will of the one true God. Can you say amen? First Corinthians chapter 12, verse number 27. Now ye are the body of Christ. Listen to Paul's words. And members in particular. So you are one body, but you are many members. God have set some in the church. First, apostles. Secondly, prophets. Thirdly, teachers. And after that, miracles, gifts of healing. Helps of government, diversity of tongues. He goes on to say, is everybody an apostle? Is everybody prophets? Is everyone teachers? Are all workers of miracles? Have all the gifts of healing? Do all speak with tongues? And do all interpret? The answer is no. But one thing remains true. All of them are a part of the same body. All right, stay with me. He said members in particular. 
This is the true power of unity. Together we make a whole. We cannot have unity if everyone does not recognize that we are a part of the whole. I cannot come to the house of God and be, a, be in the body, but be separate from the body. When I come to church, it's not me and my trouble. And that's okay if you bring them to church. But dear God, lay them at the altar. When I come to the church, it's God, what are you doing tonight? What have you come to say tonight? Who can I help today? How can I pray? Where can I go? What can I do? It's called the unity of the body. Everybody say one spirit. What connects each of us? Though we are many parts, yet we make one body is the spirit. The human body is made of trillions of cells, not billions. There's over 10 trillion cells just in your brain. We are comprised of trillions of cells. And every one of those cells are talking to one another. Isn't that amazing? I could not do this if this wasn't talking to this. And if everything in the flow wasn't connected just right, I could not do this. They call it uh, neurons. Now, I don't even get all that stuff. But the cells communicate with one another. And it's done through these neurons and these transmitters throughout your body that carry the message from the brain to the toe and back from the toe back up to the brain. And if one of these cells... Go rogue. One. And he joins up with another. And he teaches that one how to go rogue. They join up with another one. No, oh, it's a slow process. But in about a year... You're going to start feeling something that didn't used to be there. And you're going to go to the doctor, and the doctor's going to say, Sir, you have a tumor. Whether it's malignant or benign, it all started from one little cell who decided he wasn't going to function with the rest of the body. He didn't necessarily rebel against the mind or rebel against the heart. He just didn't do what he was called to do. 
and he went rogue. And something else just lined up with it. It wasn't necessarily rebellion. It just wasn't working with the call of the body. I cannot express to this Wednesday night crowd, I can't tell you enough how that every single one of us need to get a hold of God and say, God, where is my place? What am I to do? Help me line up. Help me flow right. Help me connect. Help me communicate. Help me stay in the body. I don't want to go rogue. I don't want to link up with somebody else. And we start talking about our problems. And we link up with someone else. And we start talking about something going on in the church. And the next thing you know, we're our own little tumor. said if we don't cut that thing out it's going to kill you I don't like doing cancer surgery but I will if I think the rest of the body could die from it but thank God at least tonight I feel like everything's kind of connecting pretty good. Let's give the Lord praise and glory. All right, let's stay with this for a moment. Every cell has to connect. Neurotransmitters communicating so that the body, even though it consists of trillions of independent cells, it functions as one it moves as one. 1 Corinthians 12 and 1. Now concerning spiritual gifts. Brethren, I would not have you to be ignorant. You know that ye were Gentiles carried away unto these dumb idols even as you were led. Wherefore I give to you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calleth Jesus a curse. And that no man can say that Jesus is Lord but by the Holy Ghost now he says there are diversities of gifts but the same spirit how does a church become one how do we function as a unit I'm going to tell you the same way those neurotransmitters cause 10 trillion cells to function in unison and work together the Holy Ghost moves through the body and connects us to one another we're different in culture we're different in education we're different in financial status but when we walk into this building all the apostles said we are neither Greek nor Jew we are neither rich nor poor we are neither smart nor dumb we are neither male nor female when we come into the house of God we are the body We are the body. Now these are diversity of gifts but the same spirit. And there are differences of administrations. 
but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operations, but it's the same God that worketh all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man, the prophet, with all. Read what that verse is really saying. But the Spirit of God is given to every man to profit in the body. To profit, not to me. My gifts weren't for me. My gifts was to function in the body. My blessings is to bless the body. All right, let me finish. Let me finish. What was I? Da, 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 da. Okay, but it is the same God that worketh all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, but it's not for you. It's not to walk around with arrogance thinking you're smarter than the cell next to you. It's to profit with all. It's to bless the body. One given the spirit of wisdom to another, the word of knowledge. By the same spirit to another faith. By the same spirit to another gifts of healing. By the same Spirit to another working of miracles, another prophecy, another discerning of spirits, another diver times to come, tongues, another the interpretation of those tongues. But all these work that one and self same Spirit dividing to every man severally as he will. Why? To work with all. It's the Spirit that keeps us connected. Why important? It's why it's important we pray. It's important we seek God. It's 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 more than just about you. Although it's certainly about you. But it's about the body. It's about being able to come to the house of the Lord and not having to spend half our time just re-energizing the dead cells, weak cells. Pride, the pride cells, all of these work that that one self, same spirit. There is a reason that the Lord commands us to walk in the spirit. If we do not remain full of the Holy Ghost and sensitive to the voice of God, we will become a disruption to the communication of the body. First Corinthians 1 and 10, now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment, for it hath been declared unto me of you by brethren, by them which are the house of Chloe, that there are contentions among you. And Paul comes to the Corinthian church. He says, I cannot emphasize to you enough. You must speak the same thing. You must walk the same walk, talk the same talk. You must have the same vision and the same devotion. You must be all in one and have the same mind. How can you do that? How is that possible? By having the mind of Christ. That 
that's the only way we can have the same mind is by having the mind of Christ. And how do we achieve that? We achieve that through prayer. Humbling ourselves and praying and fasting and seeking God. Ephesians 2 and 18, I'm coming to a close. For through him, we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. Now, therefore, ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and the household of God. And are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto the holy temple in the Lord in whom ye also are builded together for a habitation of God. How? Through the Spirit. He said, the psalmist says, that the blessings of God dwell where there is unity. That how wonderful, how awesome, how incredible is the fellowship of the brethren. I love you, Mario. The fellowship of the brethren when there is unity. And then he tells me and you, this unity I'm talking about, it's like the anointing that came down the hair of Aaron, his beard. his garments to the skirt. That oil represents the spirit. What brings unity to you and I is the spirit of God. We are all different. There's not a single person in this building that thinks alike. The only thing that unifies us in thought is truth, absolute truth. Of course, the world will tell you it doesn't exist, but it does. His name's Jesus. He's absolute truth. And whatever he speaks and says is absolute truth. And so we are united in absolute truth. And when we pray in the spirit, and we pray together, and the Holy Ghost moves amongst us, we become a unit, a body. And you've seen it. Let's stand, I'm done. The power of the Lord begins to flow and move. And, and the church will just kind of move by itself. When y'all recognize when we'll be having a powerful service, I mean, we'll be shouting. Sometimes y'all shout so much you scare me. I can't imagine someone else. 
we'll be shouting and praising the Lord and glorifying God and dancing. A couple of crazy ones actually run and just praising the Lord. And all of a sudden, without anybody saying a word to anyone else, the whole church goes. Out of the midst of that silence comes and God speaks in tongues. Someone will speak in tongues and and then either they themselves, as the Bible says, the preferred way that they would interpret it, but if not they, then another. And the Lord speaks to the body. How did that happen? How did everyone in the building know instantly? God's ready to speak. It's one spirit. And we're one body. And when the Lord says, shh, we just all, then he speaks. This is the unity that the Lord wants us to learn how to function in. And we can become so unified as a body in the body of Christ that no matter where we are on the planet, no matter where we are on the planet, we can still function as one body. And the Lord can speak to us. One flow of the Spirit. Man, so I want my outside rows. I'm not going to make us come to the front, but my outside rows will come this way. These come this way. We're going to hold hands and no one's not going to, we're going to have one just big, everyone's going to be holding hands. Squeeze in. Squeeze in. You can do it. Don't be stubborn, Sister James. Come on. Mario, you should have stayed where you was. Squeeze in. I want us just to, we're going to, we're going to link together. I guess I need to come down. Is anybody left on the platform? They're always trying to hide. Yeah, come on. All right, we're going to pray. Are we, are we united? Jesse's taking pictures and breaking the chain. Take pictures with the left hand, snap with the right, son, or vice versa. My God. Jesus. Lord, I'm asking you, Spirit, come upon us. Look upon us. Symbolically, Lord, we link together to symbolize the unity of the church. Lord, as we are linked hand to hand, I pray that you will help us to link heart to heart. That you will help us to link spirit to spirit. And Lord, the only way that that can happen is if we have that mind of Christ. Lord, if the spirit, that same spirit with diversities of gifts and miracles and 
diversity's God of wisdom and knowledge and all of the gifts of the Spirit and administrations. And, but yet that same Spirit, Lord, just rest upon us right now. Rest upon us right now. Let your power sit upon us, God. Let your anointing be upon us, O oh Lord. Bring us together, God, like the oil that came upon the head of Aaron that flowed through his beard and down his garments to the skirt of his robe, dripped off the bottom of the pomegranates. Oh God, let that same anointing begin to come upon us as a body. Unite us, Lord, in spirit and hope, in trust and power and anointing. Make us one that we go forth with a force in the spirit realm that cannot be stopped. What a power that cannot be stopped. A power to go forth that cannot be pushed back. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father we speak it. We stand on it to the glory of God. We stand on it God. We walk in one mind. We walk in one spirit. We walk in one hope. We trust in one God. Yes Jesus. We have one purpose in our heart. One force in our soul. Jesus make us one. Make us one. Oh God to see the divine will of God fulfilled, to see the purpose of God completed, to go forth in this earth that no man should perish, but that everyone would come to repentance and the knowledge of truth. Make us that force in the earth. Make us that strength, oh God, as we go forward in your power and in your anointing, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let the dew of heaven come upon us like it did the mound of Hebron. Let the dew of heaven saturate us. Saturate our minds. Saturate us. Saturate our spirits. Cover our hearts. Oh God. Oh Yashakabahaya. Jesus, give us that one mind. Give us that one hope. That one spirit. Let it dwell upon us. 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 When we arise in the morning, Lord, somehow let us have that revelation. I'm not walking by myself. I'm walking in the power of the body. I'm walking in the unity of the spirit. My brother and sister are walking with me. We're walking in prayer. We're walking by faith. We're walking in unity. We're walking in the knowledge and in the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. Oh, God. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. Bring unity to the body. Bring unity to the body. Bring unity to the body. My, my, my. Let's lift our hands. And love him together. Father, we love you. We praise you. 
We adore you, God. We magnify you. We magnify you. We surrender to you. We surrender to you. We surrender to you. We give ourselves to you, God. We yield ourselves to you. We yield ourselves, God. We are members in particular, but we are a part of the body. We function within the body. We function within the body. And we get up in the morning, you go forward. Once you go forward thinking you're by yourself, you're not. You're walking with the body. You've got to imagine in your mind and in your heart, we are walking across this county as one force, bringing this truth and this gospel to a world that is lost and dying. And when God leads me up to someone to to minister to them in some kind of the way, whether that's giving the gospel or whether that's loving them or just praying for them, but just ministering to them in some kind of way. I do it in the force of the body. I do it in the unity of the body of Christ. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Let's clap our hands to the Lord. What a worthy God. Hell it worthy. Praise God. Thank the Lord the Lord for the word. God bless you. Thank you for being faithful on a Wednesday night. I love you. Dismiss in Jesus' name. We want to be, be faithful. Lift up one another. Pray for one another. Amen.